jam in the am with eighth day. That's called Utsu Eights. Uh, Charlie Harari, who is one of the busiest people you will ever find, um, for years with all his busyness and his crazy schedule and his worldwide touring in terms of speaking, etc., has never ever neglected our audience with uh, amazing weekly presentations that now are uh, known as Unlocking Greatness, Thursdays, 9 a.m., right after JM and the AM here on the Nahum Siegel Network. In addition, before I introduce Charlie, I remind everybody out there that on the March the 13th, on March the 13th, which is just, what is it, 11 weeks away, something like that? March the 13th, Unlocking Greatness, the unexpected journey from the life you have to the life you want, uh, will be officially released on hardcover or in hardcover. Uh, but right now, you could actually go and pre-order the book. You could pre-order the book. Go to Amazon.com, search Charlie Harari. I believe uh, the first thing that will come up will be Unlocking Greatness. Uh, I've got it right here in front of me. And it gives you an opportunity to pre-order it, and you'll be among the first to have it once it is released to the general public. Charlie Harari, welcome back to JM in the AM. It is such an honor to be here, Nachum. Thank you so much, and thank you for mentioning the book. I really appreciate it. It must be amazing. Uh, the, the pre-order stage must be amazing, because I'm assuming the book is complete, that you've done all the big and little things necessary to get it ready, and now you're literally just waiting for it to, to pop out to the public. Yeah, and, and what's amazing in, you know, in the publishing world today, which I didn't realize, was that bookstores, Barnes & Nobles, other places, wait to see how many pre-orders you get on Amazon and other places to see how much they'll print. Wow. So the pre-order process is actually, you know, no, in today's day and age, no one's like saying, hey, let me order. You know, back in the old days, they ordered like, you know, four cases. They stuck it in the bookstores and people came in to buy it. So, yeah, everything is ready to go. Everything is, and now we're just waiting and pushing pre-orders so this way. The publishers and the bookstores are saying, oh, people like this book. Maybe I should order for, for our shelves as well. So it's almost like every time someone orders a book, they go ahead and make a new one. <laughs> That's yeah, <what> I- <laughs> absolutely. That's what they're doing. They go and go, oh, people maybe want to buy it? Great. So let me you know, let me buy one now because they'll print an extra. Press the button, start the machine. we got another one coming out. Well, we're looking forward right. to it, and we'll speak more about Thank it, obviously, you. in March. Unlocking Greatness, Thank both you. the name of the book and obviously the name of the show. And today, you said to me, off the air... That today, just 25 minutes from now, your topic will be the frame or the facts. The frame or the facts. And you said that today in New York, because of the weather we're having, this might be the perfect day to discuss this topic. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that I'm seeing from people a lot, and that's why I talk about on the show, I try to speak about things that people call me about, email me about, talk about. And lately, I've been finding that people are calling or I'm talking to people and they're focusing on facts. They're focusing on circumstances. My life is like this. This happened to me. My mother called. My, my father did this. My boss did this. And what I think what people don't fully appreciate is that no one really has the ability to properly digest facts. When you have any circumstance coming to you, anything, what's happening is it's going through a frame. It's called the schema. It's in the book. It's called the schema. And the idea is that that frame, those sunglasses, if you will, or how you see the world. And instead of trying so hard to focus on feeling good and feeling empowered by changing the world, we need to spend a little more time changing our perspective, and that'll change how we feel. You want to give us a good example? So this morning is a great example. This is perfect. Is a snowstorm, should a snowstorm make you feel happy or sad? Is it good or bad? 
The answer is it depends, right? When you look at the sunglass, the glasses, if you will, of an eight-year-old, it's the greatest day of the year. Right. Like, my kids are, like, <laughs> praying for snow. They're at seven. look heaven. at a 48-year-old, everyone's like, oh, great. No, it's like, it's unbelievable. If you look at the grocery stores in my neighborhood, they're probably doing a dance. Because <laughs> they're selling everything because people are thinking, oh, my gosh, I won't have food for one day. We're going to starve if we don't have an entirely house packed with as much food as possible. Well, well wait, Every- wait, a, wait a second, Charlie. Where does annoyed Where does annoyed fit into all this? I know there's positive <laughs> and there's negative. Where does the Nahum Siegel traditional, I am annoyed by the snow, come in? <laughs> <laughs> it's the... <laughs> That's what it is. People that have to go places, they're annoyed by snow because it gets in your way. So the snow situation, see, the, the, the thing that people miss sometimes in life is that we're just trying to live a certain life. People just want to be happy. They want to be empowered. They want to feel good. It's not a, a, not a way of leaving the world. In fact, Judaism thinks the opposite, right? We have this command, Simcha Tamid. We have to always be empowered. We're in Tishabav. You still the simcha, right? You just mock the simcha. You you drop it a couple of notches. So the idea of being angry, of being frustrated, of being upset, of being sad. Now let's leave up the the cataclysmic stuff. No no one's judging someone that's going through a major crisis. But most of life, it's just perspective. It's the frame, not the facts. So you take a day like today, you can choose to enjoy it. As hard as it may seem to people looking going, yeah, right. But it's really based, when you're thinking about it, at least when you look at the snowstorm today, at least realize that there's a frame in between your feelings and facts. Right. And just by seeing that frame, you can say, okay, well, okay, I think I'm feeling it because of A, B, and C, and you can work on that. And then over time, you can get to a place that even when things are challenging come to you, you can deal with it much differently. Uh, tell me, Charlie Harari with us, tell yeah. me how all this relates to greatness. We talk about unlocking greatness. Does the right attitude of of framing and looking at facts lead to greatness? It's, it's one of the most important perspectives of greatness. You see, one of the reasons why I wrote the book called Unlocking Greatness, the title and the title of the show, is that we think that greatness exists outside us. Mm-hmm. Whereas we all assume that like there's great people. We know them. We see them. We hear about them. Read about them. They write, they write biographies. But regular people, we're not great. We're just regular. And so we assume that greatness is sort of something that you're born with. Well, yeah, it is in a way because we're all born with a soul. So all of us have the potential for greatness. We just don't know how to unlock it. And one of the key ingredients for everybody Everybody, if you're born and your eyes are open and your soul is kicking, so you have more greatness than the physical world can handle. Now, how come you can't access it? It's because the perspective doesn't let you access it. You look out in the world, and your perspective shapes how you feel, which will shape how you react to the world. So when you see an entrepreneur seeing that he can't find a cab, and he goes, hey, wait a second, apps, cab, why don't I start a company called Uber? The rest of the world missed it. Well, how'd they miss it? Well, because his perspective was problem is a potential company. Right. When you, when you see somebody who's in, in the midst of, of some huge stars, but they're growing from and everybody remembers how great they are and they create company and organizations and they're just shining their light. They're not stronger. They're not better. They don't have better DNA. Their perspective is different. And so when your perspective is different, you can now access more co-hosts to deal with it to grow from it, which will make you better, which will make the circumstances better, or at the very least, it'll make you more of a light to other people. And so 
it's almost like a, we get stuck in like this trap. We're like waiting for the world to give us a great life, and then we'll feel good, and then we'll do good. And the world's not doing that, right? In fact, the other way, the Kurdish Baruch if he wants something out of you, usually he pushes your drop. He's right. like a trainer in the gym. He's like, come on, let's see what you got. Let's see if those muscles can push a little bit, right? And we're like, no, 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 they're comfortable. And it's the perspective that somebody has of challenges necessarily bad and things that, that may come at me, I can grow from. These perspective shifts that someone takes that we go through in much more in depth, we'll do it on the show and we'll do it on the book, but these perspectives just actually change your capacity and what you can accomplish. And if you find uh, the biographies or autobiographies of very successful people, the majority of them would tell some tale like this where they went through this type of experience, right? I would say any, and I would even go any human being that achieved greatness in this world if you if they didn't go through this, they're not telling you the full story, or they're not fully great. And if you look at the, at the greatest people, Moshe, he went through a lot of charas. Yosef, he had a difficult. Yisara, you know how hard it was for her to give hugger to Avram. Just go down the list of every great or be Akiva, every great leader. Yeah, because be, because because now. we know the end of the story. It's not as jarring to us, right? But they wouldn't have been great if they knew the end of the story, right? Right? The right. only reason why Yosef became Yosef is because he sat in jail for 12 years and still believed in God. Right. And, and the only reason why Moshe became Moshe was because he went and saved that sheep, and, and, and right? After he got thrown yeah. out of Egypt. Like, they, if they knew the end of the story, they, they never would have grown the muscles. It was only the fact that they were kept in the dark, like all of us, that uh, gave them the strength to persevere. Right. And, and if you look at, let's take our generation, let's just look at Israel and, and the Holocaust, mm -hmm. right? You take the people that are founders of the state of Israel, the soldiers, they would never have dreamed, the people that 48, 52, 55, 60, they never in their lives, I don't think, would have dreamed that Israel is where it is today in tech and in science and in armies. It's only because they went through so, and I'm not saying they're out of the dark, but so much they went through, they never would have dreamed that now you look back at them and they're just heroes of Israel. Or just take the, the Holocaust generation. Nobody would ever have dreamed that today we are where we are with all of where we are in the community when our grandparents either were going through what they went through in Europe or came here to America. And it, the fact that they fought through anyways, the fact that they pushed through and their perspective was, I know we had Tsaras, but we're not letting that define us. We're going to rebuild again. We're going to get married again. We're going to create more Judaism. That perspective of being a survivor and thriving enabled us to be who we are. Charlie Harari is with us. Uh, tune in 15 minutes from now. The uh, program Unlocking Greatness here at the Nahum Siegel Network today will focus on this topic the frame or the fact. Also, we are encouraging everybody to pre-order Charlie's book. Uh, by the way, if you're if you're off today, have a few extra minutes, sit in front of your computer and uh, take care of this. It takes about, I don't know, half a minute or so. Uh, the book is called Unlocking Greatness. Go to Amazon.com. Unlocking Greatness is the name of the book. You'll see Charlie, of course, is the author. And uh, it's, it's a pre-order um, uh, where it will be made available to the public on March the 13th. March the 13th, just a couple of months from now, and as Charlie described earlier, the pre-orders, of course, help. And uh, and those of you who are um, inclined to do so, I try to take care of that today. By the way, I know we're going to have a chance to talk about the book, and it's not really fair to do this now, but I'm just give me one curiosity question. Do you address in the book how so many people think they don't have the capability to act like some of the people you just described, how people are so convinced that they would never be able to be, quote-unquote, heroic or successful under the circumstances that you just described? Uh, yet 
but yet you can prove that everybody has the wherewithal to actually, you know, come through with flying colors after difficult situations? Yeah, that, that's, we have that throughout the whole book. I mean, the whole core of the book is understanding, at least scientifically, neurologically, why we think this way, why we think we're not great, where our greatness comes from, and exactly that. How do you come out of it? Right. How do you shift? How do you change? How do you get through um, the path so that you're able to really unlock your greatness? Because you know that most people have it in them. The majority have it oh, in them to do it. It's 100, meaning if your eyes are open, it means you have a soul. If you have a soul, it means you are programmed with more greatness than you can ever use in your entire life. Right. It's, just, it's just that we are conditioned to think that greatness is the world giving me what I want the second I want it. And that perspective, just it's, it's misery to everybody. It's misery if you don't have enough money. It's misery if you have too much money. It's misery the whole way through. The perspective of... It comes to me the way I think it should come to me when I want it to come to me is what hurts us. But if we just shift that a little bit, and there's a lot of work to do, which is right. why the book is, you know, 200 some odd pages. But if you go through it and shift through it, you can definitely tap into what's inside you. Are you getting complaints that people have to wait till March 13th? <laughs> <laughs> or people, people have to learn to be patient, you know, that's part of it. As you just described, people need to learn to be patient. You're, act, you're, actually, you're actually exercising that muscle for everybody by making them wait right. till the, till the mid-March. All right, Charlie. Congratulations. We'll talk. We'll talk more, of course, about this uh, in the next couple of months, and continue to encourage our audience to, in fact, pre-order. And good luck today. The topic is the frame or the facts. And guess what? We have confidence in you that you could do a great job on this topic in fifteen minutes. Thank you. Appreciate being on the show, Nathan. You got it. A pleasure, Charlie Harari. From nine until nine thirty Eastern Time, right after JM and the AM, unlocking greatness every single. Thursday. It is a Thursday morning broadcast at 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up at JM in the AM.